We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. We're back here on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin Hockensmith coming back to you from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white. Drink blue and light. As promised, we're moving on Penn State Wrestling. Getting into the postseason here uh, coming up this weekend. Jacob Ferrier from the Daily Collegian joins us now to talk about the latest and look at the Big Ten Championships a little bit. Uh, and Starting with you know how many guys from the Big Ten are going to get a shot to go to the NCAA tournament. Jake, are you ready for this? Of course. You ready for this juncture of the season? It's, it's what all the buildup is for. It's the, it's where, where we're getting – this is Penn State's domain, their territory, and when they seem to, for whatever reason, wrestle their best. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I've said it before, say it again. You know, Kale Sanderson always tells us, you know, he's like, listen, I don't want these guys peaking in December or January. I just want them peaking in March. And for the last, you know, decade plus that he's been at Penn State, they've done that basically every year except one. So, or one or two so you know we'll see if that holds true again this year and it's interesting you know the big 10 tournament is not also not where penn state wants or necessarily needs to peak either i think that needs to be said there was what was it two or three years ago where they had kind of a bumpy um big 10 tournament and uh and still and still won ncaa so you you're looking for breadcrumbs here but you're also not living and dying necessarily by the result of this the results really matter uh at ncaa's but um last week we did see and and we, we mentioned this i think when we when we spoke last week just the ncaa qualifier allocations and what that uh how that shapes you know how you're looking at the big 10 tournament so i just want to go down weight by weight we'll give the number here and then I just you know I'm curious what stands out to you about that. So sure. at 125 there will be eight, uh, 133 seven, 141 there will be eight, 149 there will be ten, uh, 157 six, 165 eight, 174 there will be nine, 184 10, 197 six, and at 285 there will be seven. 79 slots for the Big Ten. The next closest conference um, is 54. Any of those weights stand out as a uh, um, something that's noteworthy to you? Yeah, I mean, I think 57 and 97 each getting six spots. You know, I think that that's really where Penn State is going to be tested. You know, we haven't gotten word quite yet on who the guy is going to be at 57 for Penn State, you know, when the Big Ten tournament kicks off this weekend. But you've got to think that if it's, you know, either if it's either Bo Pfeiffer or Luke Gardner, they're sort of going to have to wrestle basically at a level that they've never wrestled before going up against, you know, a kid like Ryan Deacon or, you know, some of the other great guys in the big 10 to really clinch an automatic qualifier. And then if they don't clinch an automatic spot, you know, hopefully getting an at large bid and doing enough. But the thing is, is, you know, and I think I've said this before, I think there's the most parity at 157. So I think, I mean, you know, if you look at Intermat's most recent rankings, I think only four of their top 20 guys at 157 are in the Big Ten. So, you know, that does leave some room for somebody to, you know, sneak in and steal a bit at, you know, five or six potentially. So, you know, that I think is going to be one of the weights to watch. And again, you know, with 197 only having six spots, I mean, I think if you look on paper and you look at, you know, his past pedigree, you'd say, yeah, you know, Shakur Rashid is one of the six best wrestlers in the Big Ten at 197. But 
you know, you also look at who's in that weight class and, you know, he beat Jordan Pagano pretty handily, but, you know, you've got Schultz from Nebraska, you've got, you know, Jacob Warner from Iowa. So, you know, there are some bona fide contenders in there. So I think, again, you're going to have to see Rashid, just like whoever the guy is at 57, be at his best also, if he wants to, you know, qualify automatically and not have to worry about, you know, an at-large bid. Yeah, and walk me through. So you don't, let's let's say a Penn State wrestler does not get in that large bid. Let's just say Shakur Rashid does not, um, or does not get an automatic bid. What, what's the process then, and and the um, determination for at larges? Yeah, so I don't know the full formula, but I know um, obviously record plays a, a role. Um, RPI, I think, which is determined by you know some of the co- by the coaches panel. Um, so there are a couple of different determinations. Now, the thing working against Rashid is that he's got a small sample size this year. I think he's only wrestled nine matches, yeah. if memory serves. Yeah, he's five and four. Um, yeah, so you know him having a small sample size and not really having you know a signature win to date. I mean, Pagano was a ranked win, but you know it was while Shakur Rashid was maybe you know seventeen or eighteen, and Pagano was you know nineteen or twenty. So yes, it's a ranked win. But I don't know if it's necessarily the signature win that the coaches panel would be looking for, which means he's going to have to pull off an upset in, you know, uh, either one of the early rounds of the tournament. If, you know, he gets a low seed because he's got a small sample size or, you know, if he makes the semifinals or the finals and can pull off an upset there, then I think he'll have that signature win. But obviously, you know, if that happens, you qualify automatically. So I think the one thing working against Shaq is, you know, small sample size. And and it's interesting. I mean, as we sit here today, for whatever it's worth, Intermat's rankings, he's the seventh highest uh, Big Ten wrestler in the Intermat rankings. So he's going to have to overperform in, in some respects to try to grab one of those qualifier spots. Now, Penn State has a way of doing that. We we have have seen some signs, right, that that Shaq might be getting back to you know himself again. He's gonna need to, you know. And I think when it comes to you know looking at a couple of these weights, if if Penn State were to not have a one fifty seven at NCAA's, if they were to not have you know Shakur Rashid, if they were to to be missing that weight too, you know, this is all stuff that works against their chances of winning this thing. Exactly, and you know. If that happens, you know, that's just going to place more and more onus on the guys who do qualify to go out and win as many matches as they can by as much as they can. Because obviously, you know, you get points for you get points for where you finish and things like that come into double And so, you know, even if Shaq and whomever the guy is at 57 don't qualify, you know, Penn State could have four champions and, you know, Roman Bravo Young, Nick Lee uh mark hall vincenzo joseph and maybe even you know aaron brooks potentially but that still might not be enough if they don't have two other guys in the lineup who are there scoring points for them consistently so i think this weekend is going to be really incumbent on penn state to show out more so i think in years past than the big 10 tournament's been we're talking Penn State wrestling here. Jacob Ferriott from the Daily Collegian is uh, on with us talking Big Ten championships coming up in, at Rutgers this weekend. Uh, let's talk about a couple of the weights that are really worth watching there. Now, Big Ten, you can see by the allocations. Uh, you can see by national rankings, you know, the, the grip that the Big Ten has on the college wrestling world, looking at your Iowas and Ohio States and Penn States. This is a, a dominant conference. Uh, but the, even within that, there are several weights that are – 
um, especially dominant. And I think looking at 133, for example, four of the top five in the country um, are uh, are in the Big Ten. Seth Gross from Wisconsin, Roma Bravo Young, Austin DeSanto, Sebastian Rivera. It should also be a wildly entertaining uh, Big Ten tournament. You know, that's that's it's a group that it, it's it's top heavy. But these are guys. I mean, you could you could any of those four guys you you can circle and 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 make a legitimate claim that they can win win this. Not this not just Big Tens, but the national title as well. Absolutely. And, you know, of those guys, the only one who Roland Robert Young hasn't faced is Sebastian Rivera. You know, he sent out Northwestern's duel against Penn State this year. Um, but, you know, I mean, he lost, he lost, excuse me, to, you know, Seth Gross. And after the match, you know, he was holding up, you know, his hand and making a gesture saying, you know, he was right there and he was that close. And so, you know, I think, you know, you saw it a little bit when he took on DeSanto. And, you know, I think you've just seen Bravo Young, you know, these guys talk about jumping levels. I think you've seen him jump a level from where he was last year. And, you know, I think if he can push the pace against Gross like he did, I think he was right there. And so, you know, I wouldn't be totally shocked if, you know, he was able to pull off an upset over Gross or, you know, potentially beat DeSanto again. Uh, well, how about 141? You know, you, you saw Nick Lee put on a good show against Luke Pletcher. You know, Max Murin is there at number five in the country. Chad Red from Nebraska, Mitch McKee from from Minnesota. There's some good wrestlers there, um, but it would seem, you know, you got to wrestle the matches, obviously. But it would seem that you know Nick Lee's got a pretty good hold there. He seems to be the clear cut guy to beat, especially not that that he beat Luke Pletcher, but the way he beat Luke Pletcher um, a couple weeks ago. Exactly, and you know that was gonna be my point is that you know i think you know more so at the big 10 tournament than maybe at nationals because at nationals you've got you know good guys like dom demas you know from the big 12 and some other good non-big 10 guys but i think at the big 10 tournament especially 141 is nick lee's to lose i mean he's beaten you know he got bonus against tristan moran i think he it beat him by a 14 to 1 major and then you know he pinned uh mckee so, you know, those are two top 10 wins right there that he got bonus points against. You know, he dominated Pletcher. I mean, it was an 8-4 decision, but it was a pretty dominant 8-4 decision. So, you know, I again, I, I agree with you. I think 141 is sort of Nick Lee's to lose. And how about um, Kemmerer versus Mark Hall? The the light, We'll call it the likely rematch of these guys. Uh, what changes and, and uh, what do you expect to happen there? And it's a matchup that we could very well see again at NCAAs. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the Iowa match was, you know, a, a little bit ago. But, um, you know, I just think that, you know, it's hard to bet against a guy like Mark Hall. And listen, Kemmer is very good, but this is also his first year, I believe, up at 74. I mean, I know he and Jason Nolf you know, had some battles when Jason Nolf was the 157 pounder, you know, I know Kemmer's bounced around and missed time. So, you know, it's one thing to rattle off these wins, you know, in a duel. And obviously Carver Hawkeye is a great environment. So he's one on a big stage, but I think Hall has sort of the requisite experience in these moments. And, you know, the fact that, you know, he's got the benefit of hindsight now and knows what to adjust, knows what to correct. So, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if Hall, you know, even the series, so to speak, if there is a rematch. 
And just real quick, about 45 seconds. 184 is interesting nationally and uh, within the Big Ten. There's a lot of young guys in the mix there. Nobody you can really circle as a clear cut. You got he, He's got to be the guy. And that includes this weekend at Big Ten. Aaron Brooks, a freshman uh, for Penn State. Cameron Caffey is a sophomore from Michigan State. Abe Asad, a freshman from, from Iowa. Um, Rocky Jordan is a freshman from Ohio State. It's a it's a precocious weight uh, that's wide open this weekend and in NCAA's as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Brooks, you know, he beat aside pretty handily, but he also, you know, took a loss to Taylor Venz. You know, he's beaten Rocky Jordan, so you know he's got the track record and the resume. I think to go out there and look at the field beneath him when uh, whatever he sees and say, listen. You know, I've beaten these guys before. I'm confident in my abilities. I can go out and do it again. And I think he is going to be one of the keys for Penn State's title hopes, both at the Big Ten tournament and nationally. There you go. Jacob Ferrett from the Daily Collegiate Big Tens this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. NCAAs start Thursday, March 19th. Stay tuned with us for Penn State Wrestling, also for Penn State Football. Be sure to check us out also at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross-check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt Hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hearty souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt Hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Life gets complicated, and it only gets more complicated when things change, which is why AAA insurance agents take the time to talk with you so that they can help you choose the best auto and home coverage. Don't put off getting protected. Let AAA help cover what you care about. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA. This is Ross Tucker from the Keystone Sports Network reminding you that the blue-white game is coming soon and GoPSURV.com has you covered with their best deals ever. Spend the weekend in a luxury RV, enjoy 409 Tailgate Club Barbecue, and a free bus ride to the stadium. I had the chance to enjoy the ultimate tailgating experience, and now you can too. Go to GoPSURV.com or call Mark 1-800-519-8467 for all the details. <laughs> 